0: In terms of money, for example, it's going to come. If you have the knowledge, you have the chef skills it's going to come, so don't rush it. I can put a nice plate of food, it's all beautiful. Yes, it's, it's fantastic, but there's more to it. Cooking is actually the fun part, I think, of a head chef. I wish we would be just cooking. You know, when people come with a CV, I see okay, but I want to talk to them. I want to have a conversation. I want to know who they are. Because you, you can't teach personality.
1: Today's episode was brought to you with the support of our friends at Kyoto Resto Bar. From the Rizakaya dishes to the most delicious sushi in Jersey, Kyoto Resto Bar is the place you should have in mind for your next on-island Japanese experience. Whether you choose to dine in or order online, I promise that you won't be disappointed. And now, back to the episode. V, welcome to Hospitality Insight. Oh, yeah, thank you. Pleasure having you, man. And you know, I appreciate it, especially now during this crazy time of Christmas where Turkeys are everywhere okay let's let's begin like we usually do on this podcast, you know because I always find it fascinating, although some people feel like, oh, you know my story is kind of boring. I'm not saying in your situation, but you know people usually probably don't really appreciate you know like the the journey yeah. um how did you get into cooking or hospitality overall?
0: I actually first was supposed to do i t actually to to be honest I, is that what you studied? Is that what I was studying? Okay. But I actually never really liked, you know, databases and all of that. So then I wanted to go in. I said, okay, I want to go in to cooking. But at the time, I lived with my aunties, and mm-hmm. the public school was quite expensive. It was quite, was full, not expensive. And the private was expensive. So they told me it's not happening. So I carry on just doing IT. But when it was the time to go to uni? I said, I don't really want to do that like I don't have, I like it, but not as a career, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, you didn't have a pure passion for exactly it, I guess, that.
0: right? You know, I, I always wanted to cook and one of my aunties didn't really like to cook. So she used to say, okay, just do whatever for you. So <laughs> I started doing it. And the funny thing is I used to always give a, a name to my dishes. You know, I do something, just mix this with that, whatever was in the cupboard. And then I decided, okay, I want to go... Uh, somewhere and my family was in leeds in the north of england so i went over there and i took an apprentice game with a company called Haver nichols and from there i started cooking i first i started as a kitchen porter actually you know i started and i I hated washing up (laughs) i said okay i have to do it you know so then i went to college and that that that's how i started cooking i remember the first day when they gave they told me okay you're gonna get that position i cried because i really wanted to cook you know, i really wanted to cook and yeah it's always been there and all i wanted to challenge myself so i wanted to go to you know, high level you know yeah. try to try to learn more even as a kitchen poet i used to try to clean everything quick go to the chefs what can i do for you you know try to learn pastry They had potatoes, I peeled the potatoes, I cleaned muscles, because that's where I actually start learning everything. And I go my tattoos, you know, my kitchen tattoos. So that's how I start cooking, you know, in the north of England, to be honest.
1: It's not you don't see these too often now, you know. These stories, I mean, I remember, and I'm not saying that I'm a great example, but in general, you know, people that've been in the industry for a bit, like you, for example, and I'm not talking, it doesn't need to be like a hundred years, obviously, yeah. uh, started from, from the bottom up. And I'm talking, you know, like washing dishes, getting to the next KP jobs, which are maybe passing stocks, yeah. you know, uh, you, uh, helping, you know, with uh, cresses you yeah. know, getting them sorted. And all these little jobs, you know, that almost like leading to a chef position. Exactly. You don't really see these often now. You no, know,
0: nowadays it's, it's very fast. You know, it's it's like life you know instagram tinders is everything flick of the wrist you know the thing i say to my boys everyone that works under me you know with me i tell them there is no position in the kitchen that i haven't done it you know by the time i was 20 i think i started cooking 22 by the time i was 24 25 10 26 i was still a commie i really wanted to make sure i you understand that position before you move on. Exactly, I want to know, I just didn't want to rush, because I had, I was quite like, I I had really great chefs that love what they they do, you know, they they were there, you know, being proper all time chefs telling you off, but I knew that they they wanted to teach me, they wanted to see me progress. So I, I never rushed, and I see nowadays that happens a lot. Everyone wants to be the, you know, the Instagram chef you know, putting this nice crest, you <laughs> know, that happens a lot.
1: <laughs> but then, you know, like you, you, you're done cooking at a re at a really high level. How was your beginning into, into cooking here on the island? How did you get in Jersey basically?
0: Oh yeah. Um, Jersey, I, 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 I never knew Jersey. I didn't even know Jersey existed. You're and, not the only one. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm quite good at geography, <laughs> you know, but Jersey was just like. Too okay. small
1: of a dot on the yeah, map too, to, to, to recognize, you know.
0: It. So I I worked with Steve, you know, Steve Smith, which was the head chef of Bohemia before Callum. He was my first Michelin head chef in the UK. So obviously I worked with him. And then after two years working with him, I said, okay, I want to try another restaurant. Still as a commie, I want to try another restaurant just to see how the chef does things. So I went and then he decided to come over here, go offer a job at Bohemia. And actually I was, back then I was in Portugal because mm-hmm. I wanted to go back home and I had a Portugal, Australia. So I was looking at what should I do? And he called me and said, listen, I just got this job. I need a few more people with mission experience, especially because I knew him quite well. And I decided, okay, I'll come and help for two or three months. Then I came over and I'll never forget, you know, he took me on a nice ride, you know, by the promenade sun was shining lovely day i was like wow the perfect way to sell jersey exactly (laughs) it really sold me you know so jersey to me so i came i worked every day on my break i was having a break so every day i used to just walk to the bridge to the beach because i'm from not from luanda in angola which is by the beach so i grew up in lisbon so all of this was familiar to me and then everything was going fine and I saw a girl there. He's always the girl, you know? (laughs) So I met a girl there and of course we started talking and I was like, okay, you know, maybe I'll stay a bit more and a bit more and I've been around since, you know, that's how I ended up. And I I loved Jersey, you know. I left for a bit to London, you know, I left because I wanted to try myself in in London. But um, when I decided, okay, I really want to have kids and see the right place settle basically yeah. in a place like i had jersey enough for the ride. party life you know <laughs> I, I did part a lot i was a, a chef a young chef you know yeah. in the uk we, i parted a lot but then when i wanted to settle you know really start to gain to learning not just the cooking you know the other bits that come with being a chef i thought jersey would be a nice a nice place to be and yeah i'm still here yeah no absolutely now you
1: mentioned about the pro- your progression and it seems to be slow which i think that's how a progression should be if you really want to do it properly yeah. now how much do you think in your in in your career you know school influenced you because did you do any any cooking related yeah. school do you think like that's still important today i, I think
0: it's 100 percent important you no know, every person that i have trained that came from like not any kitchen that came this time the Kpo or i have I had another one which was a fisherman i always send them to to highlands because you when you is it's good to know you know the theory behind it and the doctrine you get in school is very good you know you need to go there you do your practice you study and if you really want to learn you go home you do your research school really taught me you know, how to be, how to be like a student. And that's how you have to be. Don't rush, do your research, do your studying. I think it's really important and people shouldn't underestimate, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because that, you know, you have like almost, because I when I asked this question on the podcast, it's almost like a, I wouldn't say half-half, because I feel like more people are intended yet do the school, because I feel it's still got a good part in it. You're not going to probably learn the practice part of it, because that's, that's almost to the point that it cannot be followed in in, yeah. in certain kitchens. Yeah. But at least you're going to know, like, what's the proper way and what are the things that you almost need to avoid in order to almost, like, sometimes kill people. It's, it's as crazy yeah. as it sounds, you know, yeah. allergies, all the cleaning part, you know, all that. I think like, that's part that you need to almost, like, study it a bit to understand
0: it. Because this, you, you don't, it's not you don't learn in kitchens, yeah. It depends where you're working. True. Okay. Because, but at school you will, you know, there's there is no choice. You, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. you will learn, and a lot of chefs I see that go f- through. You know, they they don't know the the right temperature. You know, the 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 uh, eight degrees. You know, the sixty-three degrees. They they don't know that even just. And those th- are like very pure basics th- in school, these right? Are exactly your basics. You know, so you need you don't know to probe how to check probe you know or is it actually yeah, yeah, working in ice water you know or in boiling water boiling yeah. water so this if you don't do the research yourself or you don't have a mentor that is there telling you listen i'm doing this let me show you you're never going to learn until you have to do it you have ho going there in the kitchen oh how do you prove that and you're um i don't know so i i, I agree school it is still important right i i agree
1: yeah. I mean, I I feel like he, he taught me quite a bit, you know, as I said, you know, knowing in terms of, cause I was working at Ulmer at the time when I was doing the school. So in terms of cooking, it felt sometimes, and I was a bit cocky, you know, so when you work in a Michelin star place, you feel I like, know. you know, yeah. you know everything. know everything. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't that the knowledge wasn't there. Sometimes, you know, you could get 10% and still be valuable, but because of the being on uh, this high pedestal you know thinking that i know everything it it just uh that that wasn't that wasn't the purpose you know learning specific the cooking but i feel like the part that we were talking about you know all these admin almost yeah i feel like that helped helped quite a bit and you know with for people that want to kind of like move really fast into this industry i feel like that's also, the downside because you, you're not going to go through the processes properly, and that is when you know you get all these, all these issues. You know, with people not being prepared to run kitchens properly. Yep.
0: And, yeah, yes. People, especially nowadays, where you know margins always been very small in cooking. through You know, and pleasing people. So you really have to understand. Okay, what's the best I can do? You know, if if you don't understand about temperatures, which is basic. And most of your food you put in the fridge and it goes off after one, two days, there's wastage. So True. where are you going to get the money from the guests? You cannot, you know, so all of these help to know. And when you go, yeah, I can put, I can put a nice plate of food. It's all beautiful. Yes. It's, it's fantastic, but there's more to it.
1: You know? No, it's absolutely cooking. As we were actually talking just before uh, we, 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 we turn on the podcast. Uh, Cooking is actually the fun part,
0: I think, of, of a head chef. I wish it would be just cooking.
1: This is it, yeah, right? Yeah. Because the cooking is the easiest part. You know, just because you know the whole menu, it doesn't mean that you are ready to be a head chef, right?
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. Because
1: it's so much more about it. Yeah, it's it's the costing part. It's managing people, it's managing the relationship between the owner and you and your team. Yeah. It's dealing with with suppliers, it's dealing with pretty much everything. It's like everything. running your own business, it,
0: right? It's exactly that. It's running your own business but it becomes worse worse in the sense that challenging i would say yeah yeah because it's someone else's money yeah you know so it's someone else's life because if you do everything wrong okay someone needs to get sucked at the end of the day someone can die yeah you know so this is what you're juggling so every single day no absolutely and i i I all
1: yeah well i work just for a bit as a head chef and you know, to a degree, you don't think about it because if you you would go crazy if you think that with every single dish that you 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 get out, you know, you could literally kill someone. Uh, yeah, you would go you would go nuts. Yeah. But in the back of your mind, you know, I'm sure that there is always like so much thinking and responsibility. You know that you need to kind of like. Yeah,
0: I, I actually talk about this. I just remember one of the last parties we had. We just sent. um a a dish you know scallops so it's mollusk yeah and the manager say there's any crustacean in there because she's allergic it's like no 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 calm down you know it's no because you have to know you have to know yeah the separation in yeah every little thing you know because sometimes oh yeah there's no gluten but the the sauce you use you put a little bit of flour just to thicken up that's it yeah you know so you need to really take
1: it like right from the from the beginning right when you need to think that process through till it gets into the plate exactly. and i'm talking not just the the main component yeah, right because that's, that's that the, is, the easy yeah because
0: that's the thing people focus on that one how about the little piece you put it the, the little twill what flour did you yeah. use
1: or maybe you defry something you know like uh like some sort of like leaves that you you got them into some sort of flour yeah and this is it yeah. it's gone that's it right yeah <laughs> so you yeah. need to be thought through like from the beginning to the end yeah yeah. But apart from that, like what are your challenges? Now we kind of know like, you know, the cooking is the fun part, but the challenges that you've got at this point at the Subvoy, what are these?
0: I think, you know, this is something I've discussed with a lot of people and I heard is you not know, the skills that people have. You know, because people will it's it's the skills in the the, the, love, or the lack of skills. Yeah, you know, exactly. This the skills that people don't have, you know, if I wanna be <laughs> brutally honest, because people come to you and either is a soup, a sauce, you know, a, a Caesar dressing, which are just basics. basics that my wife would do at home, you know, mayonnaise, you know, a yeah. lot of chefs don't know how to make mayo, you know, which-
1: They think it comes from the jar.
0: Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> Believe me, that's that's true. So I think my, my biggest problem, you know, what I see is exactly that is people's skills, and people's, you know, can-do attitude, that love for it, it's not good enough just to say uh, that's okay. No, okay is it's not good. You know, you have to to the best of your ability. You know, and if you don't know, ask. Because to be shy to hide, oh, if I'm gonna tell, you know, they're gonna think I hey, don't know. Just ask. Because somebody there will have the knowledge, or oh, do your research. Okay, yeah. this is what I have to do. How can I do that? I still study. You know, I still study. So that for me is my biggest challenges.
1: Yeah. But that comes with passion, you know, because I remember. So just one, just an example for, for when I left, when I left cooking, I went to work for an IT company here in New Jersey and they were happy with me. And I, i done best, the best of my abilities, but I never really pushed myself, you know, that extra mile, you know, as they, as yeah. they say, I never really done anything at home to, Improve on something, you know, yeah. apart from the nine to five. Yeah. I was okay at work. I mean, I'd done my best, you know, to make sure that I keep as, as high standards as I could. But, you know, doing that extra mile at home or doing your, as you said, your research, you know, or trying your best, you know, to improve, even if when you're not at work, if that makes sense. Yeah. I never really did that. So I'm like, I got to a point where I'm like, Guys, I know you are happy with me, but I, I'm also self-aware that I could do more yeah. doing something else. And that's when I started with the marketing because I enjoy it a bit more. But then, yeah, again, it comes, I think, with passion. You know, it, you need to be passionate to do passion that extra.
0: Is everything. They do say, you know, talent is 1%. You know, everything else. I have people that tell me, you know, I say, listen, I know you you're working hard, but you need to be a little bit faster. And then they turn to me and say, "Oh, that's my speed." So for me, as a head chef, I'm like, "Listen, as a cook, I was moving a little bit faster than that, you know, because I I try to, for example, if I'm gonna develop a dish, you know, I'll do it myself first. I see, prove that it can be done. It can be done. I understand the the problems that can arise from there, because then I I have an answer. But then when I give it to people, and people, oh." It's okay. You know, it's exactly the passion. Passion is not there because everyone wants the money. It's it's really sad. We all need the money. I, yeah. You know, I'm not a hypocrite. Yeah, no, we, absolutely. We all need the money. But I think what, since you're doing it, do it with all your love, you know, do it everything. If not, just change it. Yeah, do you know? something else. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I I agree. But then, you know, considering all these challenges, you know, with staff, you know, lack of skills sometimes, lack of interest, lack of love for the job How do you keep consistency? Do you have a process or how do you do it? Because it's, it must be challenging, I guess, you know, when, when you know that, you know, those people are there, you know, just to make sure that they are out uh, a certain time and probably they don't put that love and passion into what they do. And I'm not saying all of them, because it's probably unfair to, to now your your staff, I'm talking in particular, in general, general, sorry, not in particular, I'm talking in general.
0: How do you do with the consistency? I I think, no, I would say, like, obviously, because that's number one. That has to be number one. and Mainly because of my training, mm. you know, and my life. My mom is a teacher. My dad was a soldier. So that already, you know, gives you they on the line. And then most of my career was in Michelin. So for me, what I try to do, I have recipes all the time. You know, once you develop a recipe... You just go with people. You show them. You you do with them so that they understand exactly this is what you want. And I know they, especially at my place, they some of them tell me I I have OCD, you know, because I want things to be specific, you know, exactly like that. Especially know? after that, having that mission and star background, it's it's hard to get out of. It's it. It's impossible, you know. It's impossible. I said, you know, sometimes I miss it. You know, I miss there because obviously you work with likewise people you know so that really the connection and yeah, everything is everyone different. rowing the same way you know but yeah. i think having someone with that experience in a place like this of all you know which not trying to get any any accolades any missionary mm-hmm. stars it's good for the guests because the background work is there you know yeah. this period has to be perfect it can't just yeah. be posh. Yeah. You know, so for me, what I try to do, I develop my recipes, you know, obviously throughout the years I got recipe from this and this experience for that. So sometimes you actually fuse recipes, you know. I was going to say, because it must be interesting because you are from Angola, right? Yes. So
1: yeah. you lived in Portugal. Yeah. And you've got a Romanian wife. Yes, and you so, now live in Jersey. Exactly.
0: So, so, so it must be a mixture, right? Th- that's it's, it's it's great for me, you know. I I I had had Romanian dish on the menu, you know, sarmale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but obviously, when I I think, okay, I'm gonna put sarmale on my menu. How can I present that to the English public? Yeah. Okay. How can I sell that to my team? Because if I tell my team, okay, we're gonna do some stuffed cabbage with yeah. rice and minced meat. meat. Yeah. What? we can't pull that especially yeah. my, my, my so British. it's got
1: to be refined to the point that appeals to the to
0: the to the to your exactly. customers to, and the team yeah so they have to be okay what is that so you need to go and teach them what we're gonna do with the cabbage okay we can still do a you know proper somali but okay let's put a fermented cabbage puree you know let's serve with the pork belly you know so then you put the flavors there but you know just there you have it you know when I do, I use a lot of passion fruit, a lot of pomegranate, which is what I grew up with. You know, I use cod. obviously, gets my, my Portuguese heritage. Bacalhau. Beans, bacalhau. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. It. So I, I try to do that a lot because my, my food is no, the the technique is my French technique, the classics, you know, but my food is uh, a mix match. As you know, you, you know, nowadays we even have sushi in there. So mm. I, I'm never afraid of experimenting. If it doesn't work out, okay, it didn't work out. Let's just move out of the way, you know, this dish that even I look now, I was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Mm. So but you've got to try right? Because experimenting, it's, it's yeah. the key to, to getting it right. To get it right. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Okay. I, I encourage even my chefs to say, listen, it's not busy. Tomorrow come, bring an idea, try something out then we can get there, you know. I put a cake from one of the commies, you know, on afternoon tea. You could see the beaming smile when he saw it for the first that's time. That's amazing. I said, you know that feeling? And like, yeah, that's a great feeling, no? So, yeah, I we, we always try try out new things, you know, why not?
1: Yeah, but then do you have, because now being engaged with so many cuisines, almost, do you have a favorite one? I know you mentioned that, you know, the style... Of cooking, it's French because that that's kind of like the guideline. Yeah. But then, do you have a specific
0: cuisine that you you like? If I if I had to live with one cuisine, I would say it would be Italian. You know, I love Italian cuisine. You know, you can you get one one past and you can do millions of it. You know, Italian cuisine is really, you know, nothing against my Portuguese cuisine. Oh no, you absolutely, know. but then... I, I love it. But if I would have to stick with. I mean, one. I
1: absolutely love Italian, and uh, you know, I do like some Romanian, yeah. Romanian food, but you know, I do love Italian. You know, it's something also romantic about it. You know, also the way they present it, they know how to sell their food. I like that. Yes, there's something powerful about that. You know, and it, they are focused on simple ingredients, yep. you know, simple ingredients at best quality they can be. Maybe a bit of extra virgin olive oil with something, even with bread. Who thought that you know that's the thing or pasta
0: aliolio? You know, it's just listen, pasta and it's crazy, right? I lived and it works a whole year. I lived with an Italian guy, so it was a house with we, we, me from Angola, an Hungarian guy. So he would make his goulash <laughs> every month, you know, outside. Uh, a German girl, which was bartender, and then an Italian guy. Every night we used to have beers and garlic pasta and a bit of oil. That was it. What a life! That's what crazy, life. right? You That's never, it. yeah. That's it. So for me, I would stick with Italian. Now I know you
1: also do sushi, and you know, for people that probably don't know, you feel like okay, so we're talking about Portuguese food, we're talking about Italian, we're talking about also a s- lot going on. <laughs> but then, where is the Japanese uh food coming from? You know how how
0: did you end did you end up doing that? So uh, I like sushi. I, I love sushi. I I lived in London, so. All the time i was spending all my money eating sushi you know um we decided to do it because there's um a friend of mine you know a chef mm. which um he does sushi he's so got the skills he he's he's a sushi chef you know he worked at bento he was um the head chef at shinzo so he has he has the skills so when shinzo closed mm-hmm. I, I said to him listen because I needed someone, I needed a, a senior member of staff. I say, you know, come, come along, here, you know, and we can see what we can do. So, obviously, seen it, as soon as he joined, I said, "Why not put sushi on the menu? Hmm. Let's just get sushi on the menu and see what um, you know. Steak and sushi. That was the yeah. first idea, you know.
1: Yeah, because I know you started doing it almost like a like events, let's say
0: weekends.
1: Exactly. Or it was it was once open... a month. I think it kind of started yeah. like that, just right? Just to
0: get people just to see, you know, just experimenting, literally, because the idea was, okay, I have starters, but if people can have, can come and have starter sushi and then they can have either a, a nice tomahawk or they have the main courses from the la carte And, you know, it kicked in, you know, people were, were having it. And then we said, listen, why no open Yasa, you know, like a takeaway? Because he's a, he's a good chef, so I'm trying to utilize his skills mm. I rather than just say, okay, Let's just do the a la carte, whatever it is. So any Canada is happy, you know, obviously we would like to be busier like any other business. Yeah. but
1: You I mean, guys are diversifying. The business is happy as yeah, well in that yeah. perspective.
0: If the boss is happy, you know, we're not spending too much. It's it's all good, you know. We have um, our ups and downs, which is normal. But it came about like that. I wanted to utilize those skills in there. You know, that's what you have get it in, you know, people love you. you. have a few people that come all the time. Some people, even, you know, older generation. Okay, let's, let's give it a try. Mm. You know, and, and if the product is right, you know, they'll like it hopefully and come back. It, cause this is the thing, you know, we discuss when, um, cause obviously sushi is a very short shelf life. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what I said to him is, listen, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Let's get the, you know, the best tuna we can, the best salmon we can. You know, if we, if we waste, we waste it, but we can't sell because I know how I want my sushi, I want nice, fresh, all of this I don't want it all, old salmon. so yeah, we, we try to use the you know the fresh as we can. I mean it's been working for now so you're doing are you doing both now because i know you started doing takeaway is yeah. that right yeah, yeah you do takeaway exactly. and a combination yes yeah, so takeaway
1: and in the restaurant yeah
0: so like we start from every wednesday to sunday we do takeaway Oh, okay so it gives him two days you know he has he has to have a day off you know, he's still human <laughs> and then there's another day he comes in you know gets his prep gets stuff like that and then from wednesday to sunday in the evening he gets to to do it you know that's another challenge because even i had to do a delivery mm-hmm. right at the beginning i was like oh, what do i do you know <laughs> it was interesting to be honest it's quite interesting and i'm learning you know i do sushi at home but it's not the same skills as guy, i tried at home as well but you know
1: getting the rice right it's it's a skill you know knowing how much rice like the ratio between rice and yeah. and the actual filling or whatever you're using to wrap it up with it tells me off
0: <laughs> put that many fingers you know come on you can't put that much water okay chef sorry <laughs> so yeah it's true it's true
1: it seems like like you guys you know trying to explore you know different different kind of like uh variations of like or cuisines or something like that it doesn't look like you closing any soon because you know there was this this room. room
0: It was you know we had we had the, we had the, the application. You know, since it was okay, it's not gonna happen. We decided okay, let's just carry on as usual. Mm. You know,
1: invested a bit. I think yeah, yeah in quite in a lot. Machine. That's the
0: thing. You know, he, he invested quite a lot of money. You know, making the place more welcoming. You know, even the things that nobody sees you know, just even the internet connection, mm-hmm. in the whole hotel restaurant, you know, that was invested on. Even now, we just had a photo shoot, mm-hmm. you know, for refresh the hotel, new pictures, all of that. So we're not closing. I, I'm, I'm very happy because I live just around the corner and I, I love my job, you know, so we're not yeah, closing. So the
1: story goes
0: on, yeah. Yeah, we are, we're still there, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> what are you
1: worried that, well, to be fair, you know, it's, War is probably not the right word because when when you when a chef like you you know with the skills that you've got i'm sure you wouldn't be a problem finding a job but it's just more probably going through that new beginning i guess probably that's not something that some people are looking uh looking to go through were you kind of like worried that you know this is a bit uncertain you know are we are we closing are we staying uh, what was going on
0: you know it, at the beginning when obviously you had the conversation with us I was like, okay. What I'm going to do? How is it going to to be? You know, but I I because he always had uh, you know a communication there with me. I I never worried because I always wanted to know so I can pass it on to my team. I think it's fair. You know, it's fair. And he he always been he always Roberto always been very open, like from day one when he decided we're going to do that. I wouldn't say I I was worried you know because because probably you had
1: the information correctly right from him all the time before you know people whatever they were talking yeah. they probably didn't know before what it's about newspaper whatever yeah. so each, so he was quite transparent with you yeah
0: very you know from day one he he, he got all of us into our breakfast room which is the biggest room mm. and spoke to us everything you know this is the project this is what i want to do have a look you know so it's always this is one of the reasons why. I'm still there. Mm-hmm. Because of that, you know, we can talk as people, not just sometimes, you know, it's impossible for you to speak with the boss. You know, you have to maintain distance. In some places I work was like that. So we didn't I, I was I was I wouldn't say I was worried, you know, I was anxious sometimes, mm. of course, because what is actually happening? Because you are responsible
1: of other people below you, right? Exactly
0: because of that, because I need to tell people what's happening you know and especially my team when i when you say it's a family i have to i like to treat everyone like you know my boys and my girls is there so i want to make sure they are all relaxed you know and that is an information that they needed to know you know they needed to know so i I wouldn't say i was worried to be honest yeah Hmm.
1: but you know have you ever i mean how how long you've been working like from 22 to so how long five years now i've been there altogether five years there yeah and then in hospitality overall hospitality 15 i think oh wow you've got you've got quite a few years already so yeah but have you ever have you ever considered you know like you know what let's try doing something else you know especially because the way i see it you know when you get married it's another event in life when you when you get a child. It's another event in life, and this can influence your decisions in a in they a way do or another. 100%. Have you ever considered, be like, you know what? I want to change this because I feel like by doing other job, I'll have more time with my family. I'll be able to do other things. Have you ever considered, you know, leaving the industry for something else? And I'm not talking
0: necessarily Savoy. Yeah. In general, completely starting from so, scratch. I did. I would, if I would be like, oh no, 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 I did. And I think everybody does at a same time, you know, mm. I did, especially because I wanted to spend as much time with my family, you know, because I would say I didn't have that. I know how it feels not to have it. Mm. And I don't want my kids to not see dad you know, not, yeah. no, I want my wife to see me, you know, I said, yes, I do. So I want to be there that's that's one of the reasons why I thought okay I had enough I, like, you know there was a time I was really okay what is in there for me you know but I'm still I'm still here
1: yeah because it gets challenging that's why I'm saying you know sometimes you need to almost like make a step, a step back for the people you love right because although you are passionate and you know and I can tell that you love what you're doing and in a, in a way that's how I kind of left the industry because it got really complicated spending time with my wife. So like she being in in an, an accountant. I'm like, okay, we're moving into the direction where I'm only gonna meet her like eleven in the evening. Yeah. And probably a bit in the morning. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So I was I was almost like afraid that, you know, we're going on a different, you know, separate ways. That happens, you know,
0: most of my relationships, you know, before I actually got married most Mm. of my relationships broke because not because we you know like we are rude to each other we fought it's literally because i was in hospitality, and they were either marketing pr one was a scientist so they were doing a different life my one of one of my girlfriends she could back in the day she could work from home so she's there oh you're never here but i was just you know grafting getting getting to know what to do in kitchen so i needed to be there doing yeah. those 80 hours you know so you wouldn't see and my wife obviously because she did hospitality i was gonna say yeah she know, must understand probably better what, yeah, what she, are you going she through. knows you know but she still tells me listen i don't see you you know last friday for example i literally do the school run came home there you have it i gotta go i have a table of 85 you know, and for me that that is quite is quite painful because your kids then you know, dad don't go. You know, you're seeing your wife and you close the door, they wanna give you a hug. You know, you don't wanna go to work because of that little bit, but of course you have to go not just because of love, yes, because of your passion, but you still need to bring the, the bread home. Yeah, you are so, the head of the family, right? I see, you know, and I am very i'm very traditional you know i'm very i'm a traditional man so i need to provide for my family no matter what if yeah. i'm not a head chef i'll be you know anything i'll do anything so but there was a time i thought yeah what can i do so i can spend more time there but with the life my wife has if i have a nine to five it's not flexible to get the kids either. you know so yeah, yeah yeah everything has to dance around the about the kids you know once you have kids and the wife so everything goes around, around them, them yeah. yeah
1: but then you know there's something that i actually think about it myself and i sometimes ask chefs especially when when the conversation goes into you know having children or have already children have you would you ever recommend you know your to your children to get into hospitality it's i think cuz i i think about that myself sometimes you know i left and then what if they want to get into it And they kind of ask me for an honest advice. What would I say? And it's a challenging
0: one. Uh, how do you see this? Exactly the same way. You know, because if I think, okay, be the one that loves it, you get in there. You know, but the, the reality that comes with that, you have to be first really strong. You need to understand that you're going to be very lonely at the beginning know because you will because although you have a lot of mates there once you come out there from the kitchen yeah you have a beer and all of this you go home alone you know it's true you're there i, I spent loads of nights talking to myself you know i actually think i was depressed at the time you know mm. so for me to tell my kid yeah that's yeah go do it would be would have to have a lamp like conversation, you know,
1: to be in almost like to see him that he's in a hundred percent, then probably would support him. Right.
0: More than anything. I would tell him, listen, if that's what you want to do, spend the summer, you know, do the right way. Go there. And then you see if this is exactly for you, you have nothing to lose. You know, you have 14, 15 in the summer, go study, but go there. And you see, if you love it, 100%. Yes. You know, you have, years of knowledge in the back of my head. But if, like, like in anything, you know, if he tells me I want to be in a rock band, I'm going to tell him, go, you know. I'm sure that that has its challenges, it's, you know. Listen, my kid told me he wants to be an astronaut uh, <laughs> bus driver. I said, fantastic. You know? even more complicated <laughs> than right? being a chef. Fantastic, you know, go for it. That's how we went to the school, you know, we had the school day where they needed to be something. He had, and that day it was even worse because he had a, a doctor, you know, doctor uniform, and then <laughs> he he wanted to be free profession. So <laughs> it's okay, dream whatever you want. I'll be there. I'll always give him, you know, and her my honest, honest opinion. You yeah. know, but it it is challenge being hospitality. You know, it is challenge doing a job. You know, obviously hospitality is. You know, your day with your split shifts and all of that. Lots of hours, everything. Yeah. But it, it has changed. It has you changed
1: know. in hours wise, right? Yeah. Obviously okay. weekends are still there. you got to be there. There's no no question about
0: it. You you're going to miss the important dates for society. You know, your Valentine's your day, Christmas you're there. And these are the times where you feel the most. You know, because you know, you know, Christmas Day, especially me from from Portugal, we celebrate 24th to 25th. So the same in Romania. You know, and it's very religious. Exactly. And it's very it's got big meaningful for the family. Exactly. So for me, yeah, I wanna be there. You know, you know, even yesterday I think I, we celebrated San Nicolao. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I wanna I wanna be there on this Valentine's Day. I wanna take my wife for you know for a meal, but I have to be cooking for someone else's wife. It, it is the reality, you know. Because I wanna make sure it's special. Mm. for them so i want to be there so this is it has changed but you can't run away from certain things how do you
1: see the difference from when you started how do you see hospitality from like i'm talking almost like 15 years 15 years ago when when you started to now in terms of like the chef life, because we talk about changing in better, and I I genuinely feel like it changing better, because I I talk to to a few chefs, and you know they'll be like, you know what, certain things didn't change. Obviously, weekends you need to be there, as you mentioned, Christmas, maybe New Year, in certain situations and so on.
0: But certain parts definitely change it in better. Listen, I just in my case, you know, fifteen years ago was much harder, especially. Just the way you get talked to, you know, the idea of your mental health was not important. You know, go there, work, I don't care how you feel. You know, just the fact that nowadays, most chefs that went through this don't want to do that. It's already a step ahead. You know, like, how are you literally wanting to know how you are? You know, wanting to know how's your family, trying to get you away from the kitchen, Go home, I'll do it. You know, even the hours, you know, the hours have changed a lot. You know, when you used to do your 60s, 70s, I don't do that anymore. Sometimes as a head chef, I did 39 hours, which it's almost impossible, you know. It it, it changed for the better, to be honest. I I would say so.
1: Yeah. Um, How would you, how would you attract, you know, more more youngster or what would be actually your advice you know for someone i mean you kind of mentioned it you know what would you do if let's say let's say uh your your uh let's say son daughter you know will, will decide to get into into the industry but for someone that's just about to get into it now and you know is about thinking you know i want to go through the school i want to do something whatever how do i start what would be your advice for someone that wants to get into the industry, which are
0: not many people, unfortunately? Unfortunately. But... It's true. You know, I for a young person, literally, because you don't have that that pressure of trying to show nothing, I'll tell them, listen, get in there. Get your notebook all the time. It's exactly what I learned. Just put your head down. Don't talk much lower your ego okay and just suck it you know write everything do your research be humble and truly learn do not rush you know do not rush and I think that's just the best way to to learn you know know exactly where you're going because it can be amazing you know with all the chefs, they all the you know some kitchens have music nowadays. You know, mine is one of them. You know, <laughs> but I would say is just just be humble. You can you can in terms of money, for example, it's going to come. If you have the knowledge, you have the chef skills, it's going to come. So don't rush it. You know, just go and literally learn. That's that's what I would tell them. Yeah,
1: I thought we we call a few chefs on the podcast here and maybe even off, off, offline, off the podcast. And when they hire, they say, I want someone with the right attitude. I don't really care if they know how to do foams and gels and whatever. I don't care if they know what to, you know, the job itself. I want the right attitude. Is this based on what you're hiring or what's
0: your process? It's 100%. There is no, you know, when people come with their CVs, I see, okay. but I want to talk to them. I want to have a conversation. I want to know who they are. Because you, you can't teach personality. You know, you can, I can't teach you how mm. you should be if you're gonna work as, you know, I can say I'm a team worker. Yeah, it's okay to write on a CV, you know. I can teach you everything I want you to do on the menu. You know? But I always hire out of personality what I think will fit in my kitchen. Have I made mistakes? Yes, of course, I have. You know, you will never know people 100%. Yeah. But uh, most of my people, you know, the guys that work with me has a certain ethos that I want them to be a certain way, you know, because it, it has to be, especially nowadays, you know, you have to get the right people. That's why I, I prefer to train my own people because then there's some sort of, Gratitude both ways, because you know they're working hard, you passing them knowledge, they know you're teaching them something. But they always have I see guys that work with me, even recently. One guy, he now is now a bartender, you know, he left, but he saw me, he ran across the street, I was with my family, and he hugged me. You know, for me that's 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 nice. You know, you gave something to someone and he had the exactly right personality. And that's what I would say is the, the key. Because everybody can be anything. I can say I can do podcasts, can't I?
1: Well, I'm sure you can. I mean, it's not like I never knew how to do any of this. And
0: I'm still learning. That's the thing, you know. So you had the right attitude, you know. Okay, this is why I'm going to get it. I'm going to learn my thing. And that's exactly what, what I say. You know, the right attitude is 100%. Mm. no
1: saying. i i totally agree and it's it's hard i mean i'm not sure if you if you watch or listen to one of the podcasts with emma presig like one of the one of the chefs that left jersey uh she left jersey to work uh, Le Manoir, uh quatre quatre seasons. Seasons. yeah yeah uh and she's a pastry chef there part of a team of another 14 pastry chefs yeah and a the main kitchen has like 50 chefs or something. It's something that's out of this world. world. yeah. Yeah, but then when I saw, you know, the fire in her eyes, you know, the attitude, I'm like, girl, you're going to do absolutely amazing in this life, whatever you're going to choose. Yeah. I mean, girl, I mean, I, I'll be honest, I'm just kind of addressing as a girl because she's younger than, than us, but she's such an amazing lady. And I, I thought that, Oh my God! You know you don't really see this, uh, yeah. T- these. Yeah, these days it's
0: exactly what you said. Is that is that fire? Yeah, you know the fire nowadays is very it's tame. You know, it's very low. Yeah, and you need those people, but that's why these people go to Le Manoir, <laughs> You know, of course, because they they have the they have the drive. You know, they want more for themselves, and this is yeah, this is exactly. It's a shame, you know she would definitely do good oh no she absolutely 100
1: be... when she said to me when i was like i was like because i'm gonna ask her like a, 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 some something advice related you know to someone starting and she was like if you peel carrots try to challenge yourself you know if you peel uh, let's say in five minutes let's say i don't know how many Put a timer. next time yeah, cool. peel more and yeah. try you know like with everything you do and kind of almost, I like take pride into your into each one of the steps you do, and try to be better. Yeah. And someone will eventually notice that. Yeah. It's no, it's no but question about it. People
0: are noticing. That's the thing. People are noticing. I, one thing I say to the guys: if I'm not telling you anything, I mean you're doing everything right. I come from time to time, and I'll be like, "Well done," you know. If someone is telling you the time, you have to put this day you're not doing right. You know, that's that's how I learn. especially Steve. Never, oh yeah, well done. No, <laughs> if he's not here, I'm doing okay. Just keep yourself there, do your job and that's it. You know, I agree. Yeah,
1: it's true. Have you ever thought about, you know, after all this career, because I feel like naturally when you're passionate about cooking or hospitality in general, you know, have you ever thought, be like, you know what? I love this. I want to take it a step further, you know, kind of like thinking about getting my own place. Or is that in the back
0: of your mind, you know, for, for the future? I wouldn't even say in the back. I would say in the front of my mind, you know. It, it it has to be. More than anything is if I eventually want to show to the world, this is V, you know. This what is, I'm made of. This you This know, is who I what, am. It has to be mine because you will always have, when you work for someone, you always have, you know. Follow certain guidelines. Of course, almost, you have yeah. to, you yeah. know. People have the right to because they are sponsoring. So I, I, I looked at it, you know. I looked at places even, you know. But has to be the right moment. I just don't want to open anything else yeah, because of,
1: fame just for the sake of doing it no
0: i i no i'll just when i do i'll do it right
1: is this know? something that you have in mind is like almost like visualizing it you know it's like if i open a place i'm not saying that it needs to be in terms of the way it looks i'm also all, i'm talking here about a menu that you have in mind or food that you would serve or how what the vibe you know
0: should should be do you have something in mind <laughs> I have exact, I have the picture. I have, you know, I have everything in my oh, wow. mind, you know. So I. I have the name, you know. Oh, it's, wow, it's, you got the name. So you know, oh, that's, it's, that's really that's, good. I, I, I know exactly, I know exactly what I want. You know, I don't want, I want something where, you nope, I don't want a big place. Yeah. You know, I want. So you a, want it manageable. Exactly. A, a 20, 30 cover place. Nice. Where, you know, people can come in and, you know, I'm eating here. You're eating just around the corner just there and we can socialize and we never really met, you Mm -hmm. know, because I want a place like a warm place, almost like a place, you know, a a green place, you know, where the food is is not about the foams is not about none of this is just about where I source my produce is the best produce I can have. You know, I give it to you there, all the work is on the preparation and the presentation is pretty nice and simple. It's just nice food, you but know?
1: Is it in terms of, like, oh, are you thinking about uh, fine dining or are you just thinking about, like, a
0: very casual... I want nothing to do with fine dining. Okay. Nothing, because I want people to be comfortable, you mm-hmm. know? And I think sometimes when you start doing fine dining, you then, you know, you the, the type of people you get has to be, you know, that. It's yeah. just a no, single type right. of people. And I... My food it's just for everybody you know it's literally you come and it's it's just nice food mm. that's how i want it to be you know just a nice long table everybody's just there i came to eat alone and i made friends so you enjoy enjoying yourself you had a nice food you met a friend you m- made a friend and that's it and i have an open kitchen where i can speak with you guys that's it that i'll be happy you know oh, that's that, amazing that's
1: that's that's really interesting, and and you're right with the you know with fine dining because although I worked for a bit you know in fine dining and Michelin and stuff like that, it just doesn't feel like I belong when I go for dinner. It just feels like I'm almost trying too hard to to be Part to, of match, the, to match to match yeah. the restaurant. This is know, how I always felt eating. Eating, yeah, eating. I'm talking. Always, yeah.
0: always felt like that. You eating. know, I.
1: Although you appreciate the ingredients, you understand what's going on in the plate and everything else, you know like what, what is wrong, what is right. It just feels like you don't
0: belong. And that, that was me at least. Yeah, I always felt like that when I was on the other side. Even when when it was a bohemia where on my day off, I'm like, okay, instead of going eating somewhere else, I just go there and have a surprise tasting. And at the time, actually, my wife was, she was my girlfriend. They was just from the house yeah. and she used to come and, oh, today we have a, this selection of bread and like, just give me the bag. You, know, <laughs> you oh, knew already. Yeah, just, give it? <laughs> me, just give me the bag, you know, just, I just want to eat because it's <laughs> altogether nice, you know. I get a few what we're actually doing, you know. But whenever I go to just a normal restaurant, it's just me because I'm a normal kind of person, you know. I'm a normal kind of person, so I don't want all this. I need to sit a certain way when I have to I have to you yeah. know but I agree I, I don't really I prefer more casual any other plans
1: professionally that we should be that should we should know
0: no now I really just wanna carry on you know the Savoy you know making sure we don't fuck it up to it, be honest you know just keep everybody happy you know obviously make money because it's really challenging nowadays it
1: is yeah especially with so many businesses now closing you can tell how how much pressure
0: you know to be honest every time that happens it really you know it's a wake-up call you know you have to really be on your toes so i just don't want to i'm just 100% focused on 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 savoy now you know because if he closes this a lot of people that lose their jobs, you know, and that's, for me, it's not just about making my money. It's about making money for him. So everybody else stays with me, has it, and so on, you know. So I have that focus. I'm already thinking about menus for next year. We haven't even finished Mm -hmm. this year. So for now, I have no, professional-wise, no plans outside Savoy, you know, just 100% focusing there. There's a few people leaving, so I need to replace them. So mm-hmm. that's... It's
1: always a constant battle, isn't it? You
0: know, I was quite fortunate. You know, people stay with me for, you know, good time. Mm-hmm. But some have to move, they have to move. And some, you make them move. <laughs> <That's> the <truth. laughs>
1: no, that's it's the truth. No, it's true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's never really a middle ground. It's, it's rarely ever that happens, you know. People either get too good and they want to move on because... You know, as probably else? we all did, right? Yeah. In in our career, we want to move on to to see different, to experience different challenges and so on. Or they're not are not good enough, and they probably need to go lower a, a bar or a Somewhere, notch.
0: Because sometimes, you know, I had a friend. He worked with me in a restaurant. Then he worked another one. In the second one, he worked. wasn't Wasn't working for him. Mm. And then he left. Then he went to a restaurant where accolade wise was exactly the same level, mm. and he thrived. Because it depends who's working with you as well. True. You know, it is... There's so many variables
1: that need to kind of like... Align. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it can be, you know, like the head chef is right, but then you have a colleague, you know, that you work every now and then
0: that just doesn't Listen, I, I worked in London. There's a restaurant I left. I said, I don't want to work anymore because when the head chef was there, fantastic. You know, I just do my job, fantastic. And then the sous chef was just a lazy person like the worst Mm -hmm. they're on his phone yeah do this do that i'm like listen do something (laughs) fridges everything was disorganized so like that's not i'm not going to learn nothing with this guy the head chef was never there because you know he was either doing this tv program or doing that so like okay i gotta go you know and i left that's it
1: yeah this is it yeah you you got to do what in the end what was best for yourself and you know thinking that you know, if, if you're not the right fit, then it doesn't mean that's something wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. Not all the time. At not least. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like so, can... Sometimes it is, you know,
0: when you see people <laughs> trying to dry parsley in a, you know, in a salamander in the oven. <laughs> the problem is you, you know, it's not me. It's not the place. It's you. Yeah, I agree.
1: Interesting. I didn't, I never heard of that one it before. Happened, believe me. Okay.
0: That's an interesting
1: one. Okay. A bit of a challenge for you now. Okay free restaurants that you you like in jersey apart from savoy because obviously savoy savoy you know you it's your passion let's let's see let's hear something else you know that right so i
0: would say i'll do in a different way obviously if it's fine but it's got but to be jersey 100% percent yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if it's fine dining okay there is no place like Bohemia for me it has to be the only one with a star yeah you know it's, even Especially I think it's because I know exactly what Colum is doing, how he does it. So I know it's gonna be fantastic, right? If it's breakfast, for example, you know, I obviously it has to be between locks and the good egg. You know. Mm-hmm. So these two I especially the good egg in the summer.
1: I've been to the good egg. I think they, they got something good there. No, no, they no. They got no, a no. good egg there. Listen, they have the
0: <laughs> perfect egg there. I love the good egg. I I used really
1: good value for money as yeah, well, right? For what they offer, It's really
0: nice. I used to go there all the time with my daughter, you know. Perfect I, location is good. Sometimes she used to love it. Good day, get her, you know, a yogurt bowl, you know, serving a coconut style, bowl, granola, fantastic, you know. Now I don't have time to have lunch. Obviously never. But listen, one place I love, you know, mm-hmm. Kyoto. I was there, you know, recently with Roberto It's a really nice place. You know, really nice place.
1: And it must mean a lot coming from you, where you guys already do sushi, right? Yeah, cause I feel like it, that's quite powerful. Because
0: that's that's the thing for me. It's no, you know competition, and I don't see myself as competition with Kyoto because I actually see as learning from. Because I used to eat this food at Soy when he first when I first came to the island, you know. So I know how good it is. Yeah, yeah it's you know, great. It's so great. so for me. It's no, you know, there I would, I would, it's, it's a really nice place to eat. You know, I, I like a nice curry, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Okay. Cafe spice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And rigatoni is very simple, you know, very simple Italian food. I like you that know? you
1: gave me different kind of like grades and different kind of like option depending on the situation. I like that.
0: Yeah. Cause this. You know, my wife, This I think that place closed because we used to go on law, you know, they used to have, it was like a Mexican place, Tex-Mex or uh, you know, airmex yeah. Airmex. so yeah. my brother-in-law is head chef there. They yeah. didn't close, but I
1: think what they did, I think they only kept, I don't, they refurbished it and they changed it slightly, but exactly the same chef yeah. head chef is there. Because They go there do law. food, I think, slightly different than they used to, but still the same thing pretty yeah. much.
0: Yeah, they still do it. I used to go there a with my wife. Go there, have a nice recording, have a selection of that. But then the kids came and they just could not go because they're <laughs>
1: moving around. So I'm like, oh, yeah. forget about it. Yeah, know? it gets complicated. And you need to kind of start think whenever, oh, what are the kids' options? You know, no, what, are
0: the- what the... I want to enjoy. Yeah. You know, I'm human. Okay. <laughs> I have kids, you know, but I'm still human, you know. So I want to enjoy. When I go, I want to eat in peace, you know. <laughs> no, I get you. My I kids don't you. stop. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so that would be the my places, you know. Okay,
1: nice. Now, I, I like the options. Um, so, for people that want to find more about you or
0: get in touch with you on social media, where are you most active? You know, I will be very honest. I'm, I'm not a social media guy. I have social media. You but know. you're more offline than online. I'm more, <laughs> You know, if people want to talk to me, I will, I will see, you know. I will talk to people because although I'm shy, once you talk to me, you know, I'm, I'm well, you're doing great. You're doing you know, amazing.
1: Thank you. you, thank you. Well, you yeah. We, we could go for hours. You really open up you know? like quite well. So I feel like, yeah, it's probably the beginning. I mean, I feel like that sometimes, although I talk a lot, but at the beginning I'm like just tasting the,
0: the waters. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 Cause if I don't know you, I'm a bit more okay. Cause I, I just don't know what to say, you know, but once I start talking to you and if I get a feeling of you, I'll, I'll, talk to you. I'll be there, you know, because I, yeah, you know, I obviously I'm on Instagram. You know, Facebook is, I would say it's, not, it's for it's for older generation, you know. Too, if it got
1: that point. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. I, I it kind of got, it got, it got like into a slightly older generation. It still works for businesses. Yes. I'm not saying it all depends what, what you use it for. Yeah. But now in terms of like engaging with friends and stuff like that. Probably not that much. I mean, now people kind of move on to Instagram, TikTok, and so yeah, on. They don't have
0: TikTok, actually. Don't understand, <laughs> don't want to get there. But I, I think I speak more with my friends on Instagram now via reels.
1: Yeah, because yeah, 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 it
0: It, it is a, a skill. You need to know which exactly reel you're going to send to which friend, you know. So it's not just about giving to anyone, you know. So I realized that. So, yeah, but Instagram is where I'm the most, you know, I actually was saying I need to post more, mm-hmm. not post more of my, what we do. Yeah, to, your work, because Yeah. You know, but people to Sometimes I think I'm just like, oh, oh my God. I don't, I don't really have the time. The, yeah. the honest truth is that I don't have the time. I'm always running around like a headless <laughs> chicken.
1: We absolutely pleasure talking to you, and I really hope that, you know, whatever is left from these Christmas parties, you know, they'll go well and in peace, and uh, you'll enjoy your january time off oh yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> you're really waiting for <laughs> that am, are you? i am believe me yeah so it <laughs> should be hopefully it should be a good one but yeah till then all the best and i, I hope you go safe over this period yeah. thank you Thanks. pleasure man thank you mate